In this week's episode of Pass the Everything, we talk about some intriguing American barbecue statistics, recovering from Memorial Day weekend, the thing we can't have because we can't handle it, and an upcoming double random made-up food holiday and how it can benefit you. Plus, we go over this week's episode of Top Chef Portland and a little bit of a food song crossover from a record-breaking international phenomenon. Plus, our high and low food moments of the week. Episode 7, Let's Eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Pass the Everything Podcast. Your new favorite food podcast. That's how we usually start, right? I believe so. I'm second guessing everything because our brains- <laughs> Literally everything. Are both mush. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. episode should be very interesting. <sighs> yeah. Where are we, seven? I don't feel I don't feel hungover. I just feel slower. So let's explain that while we do our intros. Mm -hmm. I get the privilege every week of introducing my podcast partner. He is the guy who started the Past the Everything Instagram that started this whole podcast journey. For the sake of the podcast, we will call him PTE, Survivor of the Boulder Bender 2021. <laughs> and she is Ashley, my lovely co-host, who also left her uh, career in radio to work with me on this podcast and she now has a new age listed on her Hinge profile. That happy, means I'm old, happy, belated birthday One year to older, me. <laughs> happy belated birthday. We're both here. I'm at a point where I honestly can't remember what that age is supposed to be. Yeah. I blame it partially on pandemic because mm -hmm. that was a time warp of a year. But also because when I see that age listed out, yeah. it doesn't feel like me. Don't you feel like we're yes. still just both in our 20s? A hundred percent. That's the, actually, I was having this conversation the other day because um, I forget how old I am all the time. I'll like, just I pretend from here on that I'm like 26. Yeah. I Spoiler alert, I'm not. <laughs> That's, yeah. I Yeah, I feel about 22 to 24 mentally, uh, physically, maybe not so Despite much. Despite you actually uh -huh. being older than me when we yep. do the real math. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And I think it feels like that even more now that we're both trying to recover from big weekends and be productive members of yes. podcast society. Slash long weeks. But yeah, you know, it's been a battle, but we are here um, and we're recording. So I like how you're calling traveling out of town for a really fun wedding a battle. Or maybe it's just the recovery well, it was, that's the it was, battle. It was the back-to-back -back trips. It's been, a, I've literally been out of town for like a week and a half now. So I mean, last episode of the podcast, we yeah. talked about you going to Florida. This yeah. time you went the other direction yeah. out to Colorado, Colorado. for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Where my best friends, Cole, got married. Congratulations, Cole Morgan. Uh, yeah. And so, but I, I was in Colorado for six days. I was out there for three to four days prior to the wedding and then the wedding. And then I came back here. Oh, cool. So we're recording um, at a different time than we usually do the podcast. Uh, I'm going to be full disclosure honest here. Uh, I'm not even hungover. I'm just exhausted. And that's what I yeah, mean by no. I think we both feel older. Mm -hmm. But we're, we're recording in the daytime. Yeah. And we usually record the night before this. Uh -huh. And so um, now I'm hoping that the people cannot hear the person mowing their grass. Yeah. Or the airplanes in the background. Where the we cars record. driving by. Yeah. You know, it is what it is at this well, point. Well, look, now you're part of this. Yeah. You're Not, really on the inside. You know everything that's happening. You know, the here. biggest feedback that I think you and I have both gotten is that people feel like they are, you know, in the room at the table with us, which is great because that's also what we are going for and what we're 
aiming to do. Um, now you're really here because it's two people who have quite literally drank themselves stupid um, trying to get our shit together to put out a podcast for y'all. And now you're hearing all the extra things in the background that, you know what, I don't know that I have the energy to try yeah. and even edit out. All right. Let's I do, do appreciate every week when people send us their essentially like live tweets, but they're just texts mm -hmm. straight to us yeah, about yeah. their reactions to a story. Uh, it's usually based on the news stories. Yes. I get yes. dramatic reactions mm -hmm. to the things we share in The Scoop, which is our little peek into the news that involves food. Oh, yeah. Food news around the world, local, national, international, everything. So let's get it rolling. Uh, while we were away at a wedding and celebrating an entire birthday week, week. slash weekend for me, I'm going to go. It's week. Yeah, it's fine. We both had weeks. Uh, lots of other Americans were getting into more traditional Memorial Day weekend activities. And somebody put out a new, um, very scientific study, which I really think is just a survey okay. about barbecuing in America. Okay. Did you know that 37% of Americans admit that they have barbecued drunk before? Barbecued drunk? Yeah, I believe that. In fact, how is the number not higher? Only yeah, I was going to say, do you think that's low or high? No, because barbecuing goes hand in hand with, with alcohol consumption, does it not? Am I, am I going crazy here? But be careful, because the survey also found that people who do barbecue drunk are four times more likely to hurt themselves doing so. Yeah, that's that also goes hand in hand with drinking alcohol. I mean, you could be doing anything and drinking and, <laughs> and but four then there's times also a fire drunk. involved. Yeah, yeah, there's an open flame involved. You know, you start feeling cool. You're like flipping the tongs around. You got you got some things flying. You're not paying attention. You're talking to friends or family members, and um, I don't know. You're kind of just not paying attention. Everybody's having a good time. I don't understand how it's only thirty seven percent. I'm also not trying to make this a whole sexism thing, but according to the survey slash study. No. <laughs> Men are 55% more likely to have had an accident while grilling than women. Yeah, of course we are. Because men, no, I'm just going to make a joke about men handling the grill, which is also sexist. <laughs> um, no, is it I true that, that you no, can make the joke if you are one of the men? I don't know how that works. Um, I don't know the rules and I don't yeah. know who might get offended. No, the reality, well, hopefully no one because I'm probably <laughs> just fucking around. The, re the reason for that being is because we're actually just more prone to injuring ourselves because we're idiots. Um, that's the real reason. So again, I'm just- You said it? Yeah. Not me. There you go. Um, I, again, I'm surprised that it's only a 37% number, but this whole thing is very subjective because again, what constitutes being drunk? I mean, are they, right. are they, is are somebody they, testing yes. their blood alcohol content exactly before getting thinking. behind the grill? Yeah. They're doing like, like a cop pulls you over and they're like, all right, they're giving like the sobriety test. Who invited doing the that cop to the barbecue? Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking through the, to the person who's, who's uh, the grill master, like making them walk the straight line to the alphabets backwards. Like who, uh -huh. what kind of fucking barbecue is this? Like, Oh, we're just doing this for, uh, Z Y X yeah. flip the burger patty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why the number is low because yeah. people don't report. No, they don't think that they're drunk. Yeah. Right. They're like, I've only had like six beers. I'm not drunk. Yeah. I've only, yeah, I've been I'm grilling just hanging for, out by the pool, yeah. barbecue and drinking beers. I mean, if you've been grilling for, let's just put uh, let's say three hours and you've had six drinks, would you consider yourself drunk? I want it. I mean, that's, I'm, to, my, uh, what my kind labeling, of my label, labeling myself as an alcoholic right now. I mean, um, if I they haven't maybe figured that out a little bit by now, <laughs> we're seven episodes uh, in. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think here. 
I don't know. Well, with grilling, for me, it's beer because I also associate grilling with nice weather. If it's hot outside, I mm-hmm. want I want a beer. If I'm switching over to liquor, maybe the maybe the barbecue is going a little bit later into the day. Okay. And now I'm wanting to you know turn the party up a little bit. Plus, I have a really small bladder. I break the seal really easily. So when I just get tired of that, that's my excuse to switch over to liquor and kind of start that whole process. Got it. Yeah. We learned so much about each other. Yeah, we really uh, do. Things that I didn't. <laughs> So glad to know about your know small way, bladder. Yeah, we know way too much about each other. Yeah. Every week it's like a new discovery. It really is. <laughs> uh, speaking of alcohol, though, uh-huh. and also speaking of you going on a trip this weekend. Yeah. Uh, American and Southwest Airlines have put off plans to begin serving alcohol on flights again. Because basically we can't behave. Mm-hmm. Incidents against flight attendants, some of them like violent, have surged this year even though passenger numbers are below normal levels, like the Southwest flight attendant recently who was assaulted by a passenger injuries to her face. She lost two teeth. Jesus. And now basically at least American and Southwest are saying you can't handle your booze clearly. Yeah. So we're not going to give it to you. American Airlines says it won't sell alcohol in the main cabin through September 13th. Okay which is when the mask mandate is national ma- mask mandate supposed to for expire. The States. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Southwest on the other hand, currently has no timetable and that's a quote for alcohol sales to resume. Yeah. Southwest Airlines said, fuck all y'all. Um, so you can't behave. We won't give you your booze. Which you I can't don't blame them it. for. You shouldn't have what well, assaults. What is it? A stewardess. I, I again, I've drank myself. Stupid. Flight, attendant? flight attendant. God damn it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you shouldn't have flight attendants looking like they're in the NHL playoffs. I mean, but all jokes aside, this is horrendous. You still have travel that's starting to kind of get back. So you know, the numbers are lower, uh-huh. but you have um, attacks a um, on these professionals who are literally just trying to, they're trying to get from point A to point get B. Get you safely and literally from point get you A to point safely. B and give you a they're, somewhat enjoyable time doing while you're doing so. They're doing their fucking jobs yeah. and, they're, and they're getting attacked by a bunch of assholes who can't handle their booze. Um, now, it's isn't that horrific. we've been um, Cooped messed up, up with long? our tolerance and we don't know how to handle our booze in public anymore? Have mm. we been cooped up for too long and we don't know how to interact with people who aren't in our, what do we call them, like pods, our pandemic pods? Yeah, yeah. Or is it that the worst people are the ones who rushed back to be on planes? I think it's the last one because if we were to give them any kind of excuse, then we're being way too nice. These people are flat out assholes and what for whatever reason feel like they have the right to attack, assault other individuals. Which to be clear, you don't. You, no, you don't. No one has that no, right. No one has that right. So Even if you've paid for I a know, ticket yeah. and stuff, that doesn't give you the yeah. right to act however you want. Yeah, I don't give a shit if COVID made you sit inside of your house for 18 months and now you're on your first flight to go see your newborn, whatever the fuck. Like you don't, you don't have an excuse to be assaulting anyone. I understand why the airlines took away alcohol. They're kind of like putting the kid in timeout. Like, all right, uh, yeah. a couple bad apples ruin it for everybody, which that actually makes sense because I flew to and from Colorado on Southwest airlines. They did not offer the sell the sale. Jesus <laughs> close. <laughs> Leave that in there as well. Okay. Um, they did not offer the sale of alcohol to anyone on board, but they did make it a point to kind of do you know how Southwest, um, does the thing where they kind of make everything entertaining. Well, sure. They offered three drinks, which you would appreciate one specifically Coke, diet Coke and Sprite diet Coke for team, me, team diet Coke. Yes. And, uh, but they made a big deal out of it. At the time, I really wasn't thinking about it because I, again, had drank so much. The last thing I wanted to do was have a Jack and Coke on the flight back to New sure. Orleans. 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, that 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 makes sense now. It's unfortunate that a couple of idiots have ruined it for everybody, but that's kind of how things typically go. And if they're you know they're paying attention to this stuff, so if they're seeing um, you know their employees getting attacked by people who cannot handle their booze then yeah, it is what it is. The uh, managing director of flight service at American, a quote from him, he says, we recognize that alcohol can contribute to atypical behavior from customers on board. And we owe it to our crew not to potentially exacerbate what can already be a new and stressful situation for our customers. That's a, that's such a nice way of saying like y'all act a fool Mm -hmm. when we let you have this privilege. So we're going to take that away from you. You idiots who can't handle your liquor. That is the most corporate HR response you can put out there, which I understand for them protecting their employees. Yeah. Nobody should be worried that you're going to lose two teeth when you go to work today. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's a good point. If you don't play for the NHL, (laughs) if you don't play for the NHL, NHL. Wow. Right. And I think there was uh, a mention in this CNBC article where I found it about some kind of correlation between the rules on board that are now slightly different uh, Mm. uh, mask mandates. Yeah. That's apparently what lights a lot of people up. Oh, when, okay. So people are being like, the CDC told you can't me I don't tell have me what to, to do. do this. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bah. Yeah. And punch then, in the face. Yeah, yeah. And then punch a woman in the face. Right. Or a man. Whatever. Jesus. I think this one was a woman. Yeah. She lost teeth. Oh, yeah. God. Injuries to her face, lost some teeth. Yeah. And to just get on the plane and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's my takeaway. I think it also, I don't know. I'm kind of worried because now the people are going to be going harder in the airport before they get on the plane. Yeah. They know. Admittedly, now that I know this, next time I travel, I'm hitting that. I'm getting there early and I'm going to the airport bar and it's, it's going either down. that, or you're going to pregame before you even get your ride to the airport. Cause Ooh. you know, on your, okay. on our, on our uh, booze right. budget. Yes. Yes. No, definitely a booze budget. I got plenty at the house too. So usually I try to fly We're going to revert early. to college where we pregame for things. Ugh. Pregame the pregame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pregame like our time in the airport. Good luck getting on the right flight. <laughs> yeah. I think we've all, mm, Never mind. I'm not going to say we've all. I've definitely had an experience where I don't remember the flight home from somewhere because I went to brunch first and it was bottomless. Yeah, I remember then, when we talked about um, going to Vegas and how I've always missed my flight back from there? I mean, I've, I've gotten back home, but yeah. how in God's name did I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've had friends that have blacked out and woke up in different states. Like that's a very, very real thing. That was also in college. So yeah, I was going to say that Phoenix is a popular blackout destination. Just throwing that out there. Really? Yeah. Like waking up in Arizona. <laughs> I don't know why. That's a, uh, sounds like a separate podcast. Yeah. Let's probably we'll talk about that at a different time. <laughs> to be fair, this is a food and drink podcast. Yes. So that's why I included. No, no. You please, know, this the is, alcohol this story. Is, this is news, news to me and news I want to hear. Hopefully everyone else does too. But back to food, yeah. you know, there's somebody, I don't know. I don't know if it's like all just people from the big insert industry name here mm-hmm. that come up with these random holidays dedicated to stuff that doesn't seem to need its own day. Yeah. It's all made up shit. And now there's multiple things on every day. So mm-hmm. you never know. It's like, oh, today's national hamburger and national ice cream day. A well, hamburger day was, was on very, Friday. Which actually I went and had a burger at my favorite place in Colorado to get a burger, not knowing it was national hamburger day. Like that, that was a pretty nice coincidence. Was there a deal, like a special? On- no. No. I just, I swung through Boulder and I went to this place called the Dark Horse and they do a Jiffy Burger with with peanut butter on it and it is delicious. Oh, damn. Yeah. Anyways. See, I like when the random holidays have 
uh, an incentive for me attached. Oh, a hundred percent. Like to celebrate, yeah. you mentioned ice cream. To mm-hmm. celebrate ice cream day, it's like half price scoops. Yes. Sure, I'm in. That's yeah. a way to bring me to your business. Yeah, I'll show up right now. I'm lactose Jump intolerant. on board you know, with I this fake ass holiday. Yeah, I'll, I'm fucking right there. Even if I'm kind of think that those holidays are cheesy, if I'm a business owner, you ride that shit out. Like you find out what days are coming up, like mm-hmm. you said, and you put the promo out there so people mm-hmm. know they're going to show up. I would show up. Yeah, like, there's, there's probably at least once a month something that you can find. There's a, there's literally a website and I used to refer to it often when I was doing a radio show and I was like running low on content. Yeah. Days of the year.com. That's right. You told me about, you can look and it's like national blah, blah, blah month or whatever day you can find something. If you're a business owner, yeah, probably at least once a month, like, Oh, we're celebrating flip a coin day today (laughs) at the burger place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you flip heads or whatever, like you get half price on your burger, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, this coming Friday, okay. Like you mentioned like this Friday. Yeah. Okay. After the episode drops. Okay. So people still have time to get in on it. Okay. That's why I play it this way. (laughs) Uh, There's multiple holidays that overlap and they are food focused. Two of my favorite things that you never have to give me like a reason, an excuse, a scheduled date to celebrate. No, it's not sushi. Oh, fuck. Okay. It's things that I don't think I've really talked about much of my love of both donuts Mm. and cheese. Yeah. This Friday is National Cheese Day and National Donut Day. I feel like my eyes just glazed over. Oh, like donuts. Speaking of glaze. Yeah. Uh-huh, I see what you did there. Uh, and there's one uh, company mm-hmm. that is running a promotion for both together combined. Like cheese on a donut or. Okay. What's National Cheese Day and National Donut Day this Friday. The makers of DiGiorno frozen pizzas uh-huh. are giving away 10 boxes of pizza donut hybrids called DiGiornuts. What? What, what consists of a DiGiornut? Donuts filled with mozzarella, then topped with pizza sauce and more mozzarella. And one looks like it has like pepperoni bits on it. Okay. If you want to win one of these 10 rare boxes of DiGiornuts, all you have to do is look for DiGiorno's tweet about it and reply with hashtag sweepstakes okay. to enter. And they're, I guess they're doing the drawing on Friday, which is National Donut Day, National Cheese Day. If you don't win, uh, I found that there's apparently lots of pizza donut recipes online. So apparently oh, this absolutely. is already a thing. No, I was going to say, I've actually had something very similar to this at Hogs for the Cause. So the festival in New Orleans, um, I don't actually know much details about dedicated it. to cooking things with pork. Yes, hogs. absolutely. Yes. And, and people, there's a charity connected people, hogs charity for connected to it. And there's different teams and they cook different things, but I forget. It was like the first year that I moved to new Orleans. And this is why um, I'm kind of spacing on a little bit plus alcohol. Um, it was like six years ago and I had a, it was like a glazed donut that they made into like a pizza donut. Like they put like cheese inside and topped mm-hmm. it with different things. And at the time, I was blown away by it because I never had anything like that before. I would have never thought of combining those two things ever. Right, and right. it was fucking fantastic. So, so yeah, if you don't win, you can go online and have your own celebration by finding one of these recipes, apparently. Okay. Or am I not? I think you can also just go to the frozen food section. And I know to me, this seems very similar. Uh-huh. Just get a pack of bagel bites. I know they're not donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like, but that's what, okay. That's what I was thinking too, because the way that the, 
that DiGiorno's had it set up, it just sounded like they were doing normal bread, but they're turning it into kind of like a pizza thing, like a like a bagel bite. Are they using like a glazed donut? Do they specify the donut they are using for this? I guess is what I'm asking. I'm looking at the picture, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty donutty. Okay, but I I can't imagine it would be like a sweet donut. Yeah, I you don't know? think they're gonna make it in your face. I they're probably gonna err on the side of caution with this one and do something that's more similar to a bagel and then just fill it with cheese and do pizza toppings. I know some people like donuts that aren't super sweet, but to me, that's not a real donut. Wait, 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 wait. What? I have to, my brain is just is broken. <laughs> Short circuit. Short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> like Johnny Five. <laughs> so uh, what's your favorite donut then? Not me. I'm not saying I like unsweet donuts. No, I'm just, I'm genuinely curious. Okay, so without giving out too much personal information, I uh, live really close to the original location of District Donuts. Okay. Um, shout out to District Donuts. I God, mean, that big place. Shout out. Yeah. If you are, are ever in New Orleans, live here visiting, go to District Donuts. They have, I think, a location in Baton Rouge now, too. What? And did I read too correctly far. that they have something in, like, <laughs> Vegas, a pop-up there? Are you kidding me? I mean, you'll have to check next time you're there and you don't remember most of your trip. True. Oh, shit. Speaking of pop-ups, uh, Willie Mays is now in Los Angeles. Oh did you God. know that? Yeah. They did, like, a some sort of a collaboration yeah. with, a, with a very popular restaurant mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Los Angeles has now discovered Willie Mays Chicken, and they are blowing the fuck up over it. It's now a permanent staple item out wow. there. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, back to donuts. Yes. Like, their donuts are huge, and they're pretty cakey, so okay. they're pretty dense donuts at District. Yes. Yes, yes they are. Um, And... The original spot used to have totally new, different flavors every day. Okay. I don't know if you were on the District Donut trend when that was still yeah. the early stages. Yeah, there were yeah, always yeah. three that were standard, and mm-hmm. that was like a regular glazed donut, a chocolate topped with sprinkles, <sighs> and the cinnamon sugar. But then everything else changed out daily, and they would have like filled ones. Um, there was always like a, a kind of more chill one. Okay. And then there was like the filled ones. Yeah, and then, then they would they go bigger and bigger. Yeah. yeah, specialty, crazy toppings. And they used to post on Instagram every morning yes, before they, they opened what their daily flavors yes. were. And that was the only account I would allow to serve me push notifications. <laughs> so every morning I would wake up to donut flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donut of the day. Best wake up call you could possibly ask for. Yeah, that's, um. this is why we're friends. The only push notifications you're getting are from a donut place. That's incredible. Um, first thing in the morning. Yeah, first thing but in the morning. I, I do think, remember when they were doing that though. And uh, all the crazy things they do, still one of my favorite all time selections from District Donuts mm-hmm. is the cinnamon sugar, but take it home with you and pop it in the microwave for 10 seconds. I am salivating. A hot cinnamon sugar donut. Oh my God. So... I've already decided what I'm having Friday. I'm going to district and getting some of those. I don't even, yeah, I don't even know what they're I'll doing. I'll save the cheese part there. of my celebration of the random holidays for later. I'll just see you there. Yeah. That's, that's totally fine. <laughs> you expect that I'm going to be there all day. <laughs> to it's show up at, to show day. Up at three or in the corner, like Gollum. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> no, but for all, I'll see you there. <laughs> So yeah, if you want to get on the DiGiorno version of the DiGiornuts, mm-hmm. just look for their Twitter post about, their, their Twitter post, their tweet about, <laughs> God, we are both really brain dragging yeah. today. We have to leave all this in too. People really need to understand the level that we are I at I mean, right I mostly now. don't have the brain power to edit any of it out. Also, there's that too. So yeah. It's, it's kind of helping ourselves selfishly. It's all, it's all working out. I think I also picked that story because both- like a cheesy thing and a donut thing sound like a really great 
way to help us return. For me, I don't even think I'm hungover. I'm just worn out. No, I, I feel- But I think those two yeah. foods would bring me back to life. And that's why it was the final story for me today in the scoop. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a great story. Good call. That's all I have for food news today. I like it. Before we started recording today, we watched this week's episode- of Top Chef Portland. Yes, we did. Which included a little Portlandia cameo at the yeah. beginning in the quick fire challenge. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I think that's what I paid most attention to was I, the Fred and Carrie part of the show. It was hard for me to watch the episode because I'm still not over You're still Chef mad at them. Sarah mm-hmm. from last week's episode. And then, like I said, I drank myself stupid, so I'm kind of processing things slower. And I'm, I'm in a very fragile state right now. Yeah. And it probably didn't help you that they kind of started no. off the episode that they were all still sad about Sarah as well. So yeah. They thought that she was going to win. That it. She was going to win it all. They're literally, they, they were repeating what I was talking to you about, how I thought that she was going to win. And apparently all the other chefs thought the same thing. And I'm already, like I said, I'm in a very emotional, fragile state right now. Um, and then they had to fall. do a challenge that was related to Portlandia yeah. where basically the reputation of Portland being a hipster city. Yes. They had to do a hipster ish challenge with all these hipster ingredients mm-hmm. on an old funky hipstery electric, yes, electric stove. stove. No hotline. Hotline is gone. I can't tell you, unfortunately, anything that anybody made because I was halfway checked in with my brain. Um, but I was was still kind of on your behalf mad Uh that the person who won the quick fire challenge to me is the reason that Sarah got eliminated Eliminated. last week. Yeah. It's like, kick me while I'm down. I think, well, Dawn won. And I think the reason that I'm, I'm just kind of still upset with her is in the team challenge last week. She didn't communicate well with the team. And I think that was the reason that Sarah was sent yeah, home. I, I do too. Um, so she won the quick fire challenge and I was like, well, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Oh, really, the girl that when there's yeah. a group project, she just says, I'm going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't communicate. And then someone else gets the ax. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to like Dawn. I mean, I just, I haven't found no, a moment I, for, where I've I, don't connect, know. I haven't connected with her. She seems to be really good at what she does. I just, this week particularly, I couldn't find myself cheering for her after the way things went down last week. Well, is she likable or is the show making her not likable? Do you know, like, like you talked about with the yeah, editing. Cause the like reality show edit is always a thing. Yes. People, no, it's, it's very real. And I know that you've said before, mm-hmm. I'm not outing you right now for being part Please of Bachelor Nation. Please out me. No, yeah. it's something that you've mentioned before. Yeah. <laughs> There's always someone who gets a villain edit. Oh, a hundred. I mean, they have to. So even they on this show that seems to be more focused on food and less yeah. about crazy personalities, there are always the edits in reality yeah. shows. It's hard with this show because- Who's not, getting the nice music and who's yes. getting the like- Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. And I don't not, think I've heard that music at all. No, long. they've never done that. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so, Sound for sale. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, they- yeah, they have a, for this show, you can't really make anyone the villain, but they can make people less likable. So you, you don't gravitate towards these individuals right. as much. Dom right. being one of them, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And then you, you always wonder what is real life and what's the edit and what's the cast that they're yeah. putting on them. And that's just us being also hungover and yeah. just overthinking Top Chef, <laughs> which is very- Over, but also under, yeah. you know, yeah, 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 at yeah. the same time. Yeah. We're somehow uh, doing too much and too little at the same time. Correct me if I'm wrong. Because she won, she just got extra time in the elimination challenge, but not- No immunity. Immunity. She got week. 15 extra minutes in the- Wow. In the elimination challenge. Fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm bitter with you. And I'm like, good. I'm glad she didn't get a cool. after what she did hey, last week. Hey, looking at me like I cut, like I cut Sarah because of Dawn. I'm like, I didn't, you think I no, want no, her No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying I I'm this? bitter with you. 
bitter with you, not at you. Oh, yeah. Two very different prepositions. Yeah, it's like the I'm laughing. I'm laughing with you, not at you. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I see, uh-huh, I see it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so the elimination, elimination challenge. challenge yeah. yeah, it was something that I kind of like because I see every week they make this stuff, and I'm like, I've literally never heard of half of that, mm-hmm. or like, how would I, I don't do know that? What that means? What I could never I replicate this. I don't know what that would taste like because there's no way I could even attempt. Yeah. But this week they made them come up with uh, an easier quicker recipe Uh and write it down as if it was in a cookbook. Yeah. And they had to make it, like you said, easier. They had to make it to where anyone like myself could look at it, pick it up and be able to cook the dish. I like it because it added another uh, layer to what they're looking for. So it tapped into a different skill set. Exactly. So, and, and some of the chefs were admitting like, I can, I can cook all day, but when it comes to actually writing out specific ingredients and, you know, time and instructions, they really struggle with it. Maria doing something Teaching somebody something Mm -hmm. and communicating something are three very different things. And this Mm -hmm. time it involved pretty much all three. Yeah. And then on top of that, then they looped in the actual judges, the chef judges, and they had to come in and they partner with the different chefs. And then they had to cook the dishes based off of their instructions Mm -hmm. and then do a side by side. Yeah. How did the, you know chef who wrote out the um, recipe, how did their dish turn out? And then had, how did the dish turn out of the chef judge who was going off of that person's recipe, which was really interesting. You know, I still don't know that I could have achieved what they were telling me to do, some of them. And maybe again, it's because my brain is at half function right now. Yeah, no. I, we some were, of them struggled, even though they're like professional, like top rated chefs yeah. who have uh, also like won this show before. Yeah. I said, Maria, she struggled because she, there there was no specificity in, um, in how much like meat they, she should, it was like six pounds Take of all meat the ingredients like and put it in people. a large pot. Yeah. Like there, you literally <laughs> cannot fit the, uh, ingredients into a pot because she didn't, um, emphasize how big the pot should be, how much ingredients, like you said. So you're just like slabs of meat are being thrown onto the put stove it all in a pot. And it's like, okay, this is what you want us to do. So anyways. when I cook, uh, from recipes, I do follow things very literally. And Same. then I remember a lot of times that these recipes were not designed by and for someone from Louisiana. So <laughs> that is the only thing I have to completely change is yeah. seasoning flavor. I knew it. Yeah. 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 Especially if you've ever ordered, I've talked about the pre-made meals that I've gotten before, but even mm-hmm. the ones that are like recipe kits from somewhere else, yeah, I struggle with those because I'm like, this does not taste how I would want it to taste. Yeah, so you have but to- But the people the in the show of this week's episode couldn't make any changes. They had to go with exactly as it said in the recipe, as poorly written as it could be or mm-hmm. unclear as it could be. Yeah, they had to follow no it. No changes. They had to follow it step by step and that was really hard. Um, So Gabe, and I forgot what he made because again, I'm slow. Uh, he wins- they love Gabe. We've talked about yeah. this. The judges love Gabe. Like there, there's an infatuation there. I forgot what he made. Apparently it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. Uh, we were we were watching. I think we were like slack jawed and just like staring at the TV. <laughs> we weren't even communicating. We're both just eyes yeah. again glazed over. Yeah. And so this is a terrible recap for somebody who is a big Top Chef fan. Well, but for anybody else, like this is just a very Pure um, entertainment. lacking of detail spoiler alert. Yeah. Which, you know, you know we also that guy wait. won. Don't remember why yeah. this guy was cut because <laughs> apparently his was bad. <laughs> oh, man. We're like a B version of Siskel and Ebert. Didn't one of those guys die? I don't know why. I just thought about that out loud. All right. Uh, who, who got eliminated in this episode? Chris. What's his name? Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Chef Chris. 
Um, how do you feel I about that? I honestly couldn't tell you why exactly it was that he left. I think they said, not just because you didn't write the recipe well, but because you didn't come up with a good recipe, which is the biggest burn. It's not that you struggled with the communication point. It's that you came up with a bad idea. Yeah. Um, the One of the judges start off by saying, wow, this is boring. And then- <laughs> And then it was, uh, I forget which other one, but someone then immediately followed up with, how do you have all of these ingredients and you come out and there's zero flavor? It's almost like Oof. you are skilled in doing this. And I was like, Jesus, Ouch. a simple no would have been I fine. I think they're getting to a point in the season where they're like ready to whittle it down to the final yeah, people they're, and they're not yeah, they're holding back bringing anymore. down the ax mm-hmm. pretty hard. I was surprised. I thought Byron was going to get it too because Byron's dish, they were ripping it apart. And he hasn't been that strong. He's a Muppet. We've, we decided that Byron is a Muppet. <laughs> just like, he's just a very animated yes. face. And every, but again, is it editing? Cause every time they cut to him, he's doing some like Jim Henson Muppet shit. And it's hilarious. It's like yeah. whenever they cut to Shoda, he's like, <laughs> I think it would be great if, um, Byron was one of the people that was in a studio audience and like they hold up a sign of how they want you to react. Yes. He would be a great reaction dude. Yeah. Like put him in the front row. Yeah. Like uh, he would be great. Astonished. And there's yeah. Byron's face being like, Whoa. we might see him in random shows from here on out, just yeah. sitting in the front row in a crowd, just if reacting he's not busy, you know, cooking things and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyways, uh, that's the terror, the, the worst recap we've done of. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Moving on. I mean, good for Gabe that he won this week. Yeah, Gabe um, did great. I think he's going to be one of the finalists. Wait, Shoda did you catch at Jamie. the very beginning? He was like, I thought it was going to be me and Sarah at the very end. It's like, wow. I mean, okay. he's keeping it real. I mean, When you watch the show, he's I think he's one of the more talented chefs. But yeah, that was kind of a cocky statement. Everyone yeah. else was like, oh, I thought she was going to win. Or I'm surprised she was gone. He was like, yeah, I thought it was me, me and her. The two of us. It's like, wow, damn, dude. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Um, you know, in other parts of pop culture and food, I, I usually try to look for a celebrity crossover, something that is food related. Mm-hmm. I don't know how food related this is, but I'm just consistently astonished by this one music group. Okay. And and look, stretch with me here because I think it is food related because the title of the song is something that you use in cooking like most recipes. Olive oil. No. (laughs) All right. You've heard of the K-pop group BTS, right? Yes. Everyone has. Even if you're not part of BTS army, worldwide, you you know who they are. Yeah. Yeah, uh, What we, what, at least what I know about, um, about the BTS army is you don't fuck with the BTS army. Right. Especially on social media. Don't do it. They'll come after you. And I don't think, um, this is not like the thing for me. I think I would have been part of it if I was younger, I just agree. the same way I was really involved. I with mean, you're 26, NSYNC but still and, not yeah, your demographic. Yeah. Air quotes, 26. <laughs> I was really involved with the NSYNC Backstreet Boys era of boy bands. Yeah. And I think this is just a new era of something like that. Yeah, BTS. I, I grew up in a house with uh, with all girls until my my youngest, the youngest sibling, mm-hmm. Michael, was born. So yeah, I was all about NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I stole my sister's CDs. No Strings Attached is a great album. So yeah, I would have been totally on board with BTS. Thank you for knowing the name of the album. It's a great too. album. Yeah, Damn. and I'm Team NSYNC. I'm just gonna throw that out there too. But I can also respect the greatness of the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, it's different things for different needs. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, BTS. You know, they recently secured this worldwide McDonald's partnership. I did see that too, yeah. Which is a new thing. I mean, you've always seen celebrity spokespeople 
for McDonald's, whether it's like the Olympic teams or, you know. Yeah, which is weird because no Olympic athlete is like, you know. Part of their diet. Yeah, is let me McDonald's. do this triathlon and then crush this fucking Big Mac. <laughs> no one, like they don't, none of them eat that shit. Or maybe they do. And maybe we just, maybe they work out so hard that afterwards they just eat a bunch of McDonald's anyways. But that McDonald's story isn't even the main story I have for you. Uh, they have a new song called Butter. Ooh. And it has already broken five Guinness World Records. Okay. What are, what are the records? I, I didn't know that Guinness World Records was still a thing. Do you yeah. remember like those books they used to have? You bought the book on a yearly basis if yeah. you were that into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, their song, Butter, was streamed so many times upon its debut. It has set five new records. Uh, most viewers on a YouTube music video premiere. Jesus. 3.9 million concurrent viewers. Okay. Which is a title they had previously held. So they're being themselves at this point. Yeah, for their track Dynamite. There's, no com- there's on no- like the cell phone commercials and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no competition for them. Their competition is themselves. They set a record for the most YouTube video views in 24 hours. 108,200,000 views. It's a lot of people. Also giving them the record for most viewed YouTube music video in 24 hours by a K-pop group. Wow. Okay. So that's a very specific category, which they also own. Uh, it was also streamed 11,042,335 times globally in just one day off of YouTube. Wow. Like streaming listens. Jesus. Most streamed track on Spotify in the first 24 hours. They are the most streamed musical group on the platform with 16.3 billion plays. Do you know who had that record before? And, and I know this and is- sync. No strings attached. <laughs> We're now off of food completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. Coldplay had that record before with 16.1 billion streams. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You know, we need to tap into like the BTS That's market. what I'm thinking. Holy shit. And Give I us like one tenth of your fandom. Maybe selfishly, that's the reason I brought it up. I need uh, to be a the, BTS podcast, person. Yeah. Because now we can yeah. start pushing Hashtag this episode. BTS, at BTS. Yeah. Yeah, everything. We can start pushing BTS. this episode to I the love BTS butter. army. I'll eat butter. I'll, I'll eat a stick of butter while watching your video eat wearing it. a BTS Listen t-shirt. Listen to it. Watch the video. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like whatever you want me to do. Learn their lyrics and choreography yeah. and all that stuff. Start doing some dance moves there. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I mean, whatever. we get, Whatever we have to do. I'll sell myself out right now. I, I want to look up the lyrics real fast and see, like, is it? Have you okay. seen the commercial? I haven't seen it. Very first line, okay. smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover. Ooh. And then it gets to the pre-chorus. <laughs> when I look in the mirror, I'll melt your heart into two. Like butter. Like butter. Melted butter Melting is delicious. in the heart. Looking in the mirror. Got some hearts melting. Smooth like butter is in the second verse. Pull you in like no other. Okay. Don't need no Usher to remind me you got it bad. Damn. They brought Usher into it. You know, I bet he felt honored. I mean, also, now he's part of BTS Army. No, he is part of it. And if people haven't heard Usher and, uh, well, specifically, you got it bad as a great track. So I, I really do appreciate that reference. BTS rolling in smooth like butter, smooth like smashing butter. all of the records. Look in the mirror, gonna something in your heart. I already forgot. Should we reach out to them for like <laughs> new um, podcast intro and outro music? Ask them for permission. Oh my God. Can you imagine that? The it's thing like, is though, we are would not, never happen. we are not smooth like butter. No, we are not smooth like butter. <laughs> this and week especially like, is a very rough. Yeah. Here's a 30 second clip. That'll be $10 million, please. And I'll be like, I will. That's why I'm not playing yeah. the song. Cause I don't want to get in trouble with them. Um, or no. with the BTS army. As much as I would love to hear the song right now, we cannot legally do that. I guess now we're just contributing to them further 
busting up the records because we're going to have to go listen to this butter song after the podcast. hundred percent, hundred percent listening to it. Yeah. So, so we can get to that quickly. Why don't we do our regular closing activities? Let's do it. The high and low moments. Okay. Of our food journeys over the past week. Yeah. Ladies first. And you had a hell of a birthday week. The thing is, I don't have any low that I can think of. Okay. To be quite honest, it was a stellar week. Uh, I, I'm not usually a birthday week kind of girl, yeah. but it's my birthday week. Yeah. Last year we didn't really have birthdays. Yeah. So you have to go twice as hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This week, I think I had, if you count all of the birthday focused meals, four and a half, five different birthday meals. NBD. <laughs> no big deal. Just brush your shoulders off. All incredibly different. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to think of how to pick a high moment. Yeah, because you don't want to unintentionally like leave somebody's plans out. Just briefly talk about all of them. I mean, you had a <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> we make the rules we here. Make, like this is our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Even it started <laughs> off Thursday and I posted about this on the PTE pod Instagram. Um, my friends at work threw me a birthday party that was throwback Thursday themed and all the food was throwback to the 90s. Yeah. So bagel bites, pizza rolls, all the '90s candy, fruit roll-ups, gushers. Oh man, I miss cosmic gushers brownies, so much. a cookie cake. Like yeah, it yeah. was all like the best '90s food with a '90s playlist. That is a, that is a great idea. Yeah, I love. Yeah, that. it was great. Um, and then my parents drove in to celebrate with me. We started with drinks and mm. late brunch uh, Sunday. Okay. Because. I went to a wedding the night before. That food was also amazing. You were on a roll. That was not part of my celebration. Though. Yeah. I was celebrating somebody else. And yeah, yeah. Their, um, it was, oh God, I felt so bad for them because that was the third date mm-hmm. of their wedding. They were originally supposed to get married April of last year. Oh, wow. And it kept getting they kept pushing pushed it because pushing of it. pandemic requirements. Yeah, COVID and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Sunday we had, you know, a late brunch. Then Sunday night, I went back to a restaurant that... I had only had once before Gianna in the warehouse district here in New Orleans. Very popular restaurant. Italian, I believe. It is I Italian. I haven't eaten there. I've had, I've had some drinks there, though. It's it very, is Italian. Very good. Yeah. The drinks were great. The yeah. food was great. The last time I was there, I could not tell you what I ate. Okay. And this is going off the rails a little bit because yeah, the yeah, last yeah. time I was there, I had... <laughs> Did you just... What was that? I, I had, had a celebrity moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am a huge fan of Jack White and all of the projects. Everybody should be just like BTS. All the projects he's had over the years, you know, from White Stripes. uh, We were going to a raconteur show. This was radio days. My program director and I were there with a rep from the record label at Gianna having a really nice dinner before going over to the show at the Fillmore, the venue that's inside of Harrah's. Sounds like a horrible night. I mean, right. Already we're set up for a great time. work. And- I was the only one sitting facing the the door mm-hmm. and Jack White and the rest of the band walked in. And so immediately I start freaking out at the table right there in Gianna. Yeah. The server was like, oh, is that like a, a band guy or something? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's exactly who that is. You fucking idiot. And then uh, we had, again, you're going to, we had the pleasure of meeting Jack White mm-hmm. before the show. The night keeps getting worse. I know. Horrible. Terrible night. Yeah. This is not the night that I had this weekend. Yeah. Reminder, this is <laughs> yeah. long ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, after the dinner that I couldn't remember what I ate, we met Jack White backstage. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you were at Gianna before the show. I saw your hair from across the restaurant. Because my hair is You have is green, green hair. Yeah, yes. you have green hair. And before my brain could catch up to my mouth, I heard myself saying, 
I saw your hair from across the restaurant too. Oh my God. The one interaction I've ever had in my life with Jack White, that is all I could say to him is I saw your hair from across the restaurant too. I saw your hair too. He's mm. like, uh, cool. That leaves me with no room to take this conversation cool. yeah. anywhere. And also, like, I'm really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Super weird. Yeah. So put foot in mouth. Yeah. This time the dinner was great. Okay. With one of my good friends also has a birthday over the past week. So all of our family, Combine everything. Our two families got together, party. had an amazing dinner at Gianna. Okay. Uh, I highly recommend if you're in New Orleans and looking for something a little bit different that's not- yeah. Quote, the, the Creole New food Orleans experience, food. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I need to go there. Yeah. And then we did taro, tacos, and booze. Nice. At one of my favorite, uh, one of my venues where I host trivia once a week. Yeah. We went to Port Orleans Brewing. Yeah. And I hired a taro reader to come and wait, wait, wait. look so into our fortunes for the future. The funny part about that was, I remember we were talking about this and you said, I really hope the tarot reader doesn't give me or any of my friends like really horrible future predictions right. and like fucks up your entire party. Remember, it's a party vibe. It's like, oh, you know, hope you enjoy this birthday. Please. It'll yeah. be your last. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, all right, guys, cheers. You're like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> like, apparently I need to live my life because it's almost over. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. You know, the tacos were delicious as always from um, Avo yeah. Taco there inside of Port Orleans. Yeah. And uh, the tarot reader had nothing but good things to tell me and my friends about our upcoming yeah. seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's always good. Or maybe they held back because they didn't want to fuck up. Maybe. Right. Maybe she's a smart businesswoman I and knows <laughs> that uh, we will not refer her if it goes badly. That would have been hilarious. No, that's... And then we finished the dinner last night uh, or finished with dinner last night. Yeah. Kind of delirious at this point. I had to go home and take a nap and then my friend scooped me up and we went to... Um, Houston's mm -hmm. on St. Charles. Yeah. For steakhouse, which steak. people are familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> steak. Steak. Did somebody say steak? Period. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. Steak and old fashions. Yeah. You can never go wrong. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that's great. Wait. Yeah. So that's, that's nice why deal. I don't, I took the easy way out. I don't have a high or a low. I just listed all the things that I did this weekend. I'm fine with it. It is what it is. Sometimes did you, you have a good week. Uh, did you do the assignment properly and come up with both a high and a low? Um, I believe I did, in, even though it was unintentional. I mean, I knew I was going to be in, so I was in Colorado for the past six days, a lot of drinking, a lot of a lot of good eating. So the first couple of days, I went straight up to the mountains. Uh, my favorite food moment was we ended up in this town, Evergreen, and we went to this Italian place, ironically enough, mm -hmm. uh, Tuscany Tavern, and had a really, really good meal there. Um, I did just spaghetti, red sauce, and meatballs. I went mm. old school with it. Mm -hmm. I was looking at all the other options, and I'm like, no, I'm going to go. And it was exactly exactly what I wanted um, at that point to also soak up all the alcohol. Multiple drinks with dinner. Our friends that we were there with, Dan and Kristen, they also know the owner, who used to be the quarterback of the Raiders back in like the 60s. And now he's like the sweetest old man. And with an Italian restaurant, with an Italian restaurant living in Evergreen, Colorado. And his name is Rick. And Rick's thing is, um, whenever he has guests that he knows, he will come to your table with an entire bottle of Tuaka and he will sit there until you drink the entire bottle. Oh so gosh. we, does yeah. he help or does he just watch no, you he drink drinks? It? And, okay, good. But it's also really impressive because, um, we also saw him the entire time running around, like helping out his staff. Like he's running plates out very to tables. Hands on, yeah. He's very hands on. Yeah. Just the sweetest man. Um, yeah. So just had a great dinner, great company, just a really, really good time. The, <laughs> the, uh, I guess the, the worst food moment, uh, for me was, well, it was also hilarious. We were, 
the night before. So now fast forward where, where I'm, I come down from the mountains and now we're getting ready to do wedding things. The night before mm-hmm. we were in a hotel mm-hmm. there's a bunch of us hanging out. We haven't even seen each other in forever. Now we have, I don't know, 20 people or so in a single hotel room and everyone's drinking and playing card games. think it's a good idea to order Taco Bell $80 worth of Taco Bell. Now the weird part is, is that. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, very aggressive. Didn't that's a think, lot of that's Taco a lot Bell. Of Taco I'm just Bell. doing quick math in my head. Yeah. But here's the weird part. At least half of that was in drinks because going back to, um, you know, previous episode, talking about Baja Blast and how mm-hmm. delicious, it, mm-hmm. delicious it is. Guess what we all wanted to drink? Baja sure. Blast. So for some reason we thought we had put two, like two total, right? In the order. Uh, the the driver shows up with the order because none of us can drive to Taco Bell at that point with two drink trays plus two. So we have eight large Baja Blasts. So then the joke of the rest of the night is we somehow ordered $80 worth of Taco Bell and $40 of that was just in Baja Blast alone. Oh my God. Yeah, one of, and the, the funny slash shitty part of it is only one of them um, were consumed. So when we ended up checking out the hotel like three days later, there's still seven large Baja Blasts in that fridge for the staff to see and go, what the fuck happened here? And the only one that was consumed um, was by a buddy of mine who we were all playing fuck the dealer. And we saw plenty of alcohol, but I think he had kind of reached his limit. So as we're doing waterfall in the game, mm-hmm. he is chugging Baja Blast out of a straw. And, you know, anyways, had a good time. So that's my, uh, that's my worst that's moment. That's not really a bad it's moment. It's not really though, a bad moment. Know? Yeah. It was just a, a fuck ton of Taco Bell <laughs> and a really good night. So yeah, I, it overall is a pretty good week. I, it was hard to pick, uh, the, the good moment for me because I ate at a lot of different places. had some really good food, mm-hmm. including the dark horse, which I already mentioned too. So. Well, I appreciate that you actually tried to stick with the assignment. I I feel like the teacher listening to this episode would give you by default a better grade than I did because I was like, "Mm, you know what? High and low. Nah, I'm just going to list a bunch of things. Hey, you know what? That's not what we asked you to write the paper about. I didn't honestly didn't, (laughs) I didn't send out, set out to do anything purposefully. I just was kind of living in the moment and it all happened. So is $80 worth of Taco Bell even a bad experience? You could argue no. I like that we always balance, you know, some really delicious food from, you know, restaurants that are highly ranked and mm-hmm. well-respected. And then there's also the Taco Bell moments. Yep. That's, that's what past the everything yeah. is about. Yeah. It's literally it's everything. If it's food, yeah. everything. I will eat pass at a high-end Italian yes. restaurant. And then the very next day or hours later, I will be crushing some cheesy gordita crunches. So pass the everything, bring it on. Nice uh, reminder of the brand as we wrap up episode. Is this, is this really episode seven? It's episode seven. Yeah. Our, our biggest struggle of an episode, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hear about it. PTE pod is where you can find us on social media. Yeah. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review us, especially uh, on, on Apple, Apple podcasts. podcasts. That's they, the they big want, one. They want but us to, you can find us some reviews, you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. So just subscribe. And I'm glad you have found us. I'm glad you came back. Whether, well, look, if this was your first episode yeah. and you somehow jumped in at number seven, I need to go back. Yeah. Go a lot back. Of references. A lot of and references. if you're catching up, I will apologize now that uh, if you're behind you, you don't get to enter that thing that I mentioned no. earlier for and, the DiGiorno donuts. And also that's your fault because I tell people all the time they need to catch up. My friends are always like, oh, I'm on episode three. I'm like, dude, what have you been doing? We will I know see you next week. Yeah, absolutely. Or whenever you catch up. Come back for seconds. <laughs>